0: and it's moving day <laughs> thank you so much for coming thank you for listening to our podcast this is our first episode we are very excited we're
1: very excited Come we're ready in. to listen to all your problems we're gonna have so many
0: roommates so many roommates I'm putting it into the universe now we only have one bathroom
1: so <laughs> we're gonna have to get a good schedule going right off the bat <laughs>
0: one bathroom, so many roommates. That's
1: always been my very important to me is letting everybody know my schedule. I don't know why, but I'm always like this is what I do. We've always done a really good job though. Such a good job. And that's good news for you too.
0: <laughs> We're already getting off track. This is so buckle in, folks. This is really going to be what it <laughs> is all the time. Anyways, I am Bree. I'm Abby. And we are your rent-free roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining. Like we said, we are so excited. I guess we can start with just like an in little introduction, kind of say who, who, we are, who we are.
1: What this is about, why you're here, why you chose to move in with us, <laughs> and why you should stay for the whole lease, because <laughs> we've had people leave during the lease, too. No dishes,
0: can't lock yourself out. That would be really hard on a podcast.
1: I have done that,
0: too. So we are just two roommates, two girls living in Chicago together. We... Have been living together for...
1: Going on five years now. Yeah. I moved out here in 2017. We have a long road and it's mostly because I've been the complicated one here (laughs) for for Brie and I knowing each other. I wouldn't (laughs) say that. We've known each other for about seven years. We met in film school Yes, where I... Brie in passing, we never had classes together because the wonderful thing about our weird film school was that they did everything by the alphabet of your last name. Yeah. So hers started towards the end of the alphabet. I'm towards the front. So never saw her in class, only yeah. in passing only ever heard great things about her so when (laughs) I sat at a table with her once and she was just in the zone editing and I tried to talk to her and she just was like huh and I was like who is this girl like what's her story Um, (laughs) and then spoiler alert I drop out (laughs) two years later I'm back in their life and Brie is now looking for a roommate yeah so I had moved into
0: the city after graduating from film school. It was only a two-year program, but ended up moving in with a couple of friends from that film school that had previously been a roommate of Abby's, right? (laughs) So then when my friend, it was kind of like a two groups of two looking, and then we just kind of joined forces and we ended up having, so first year in Chicago was four roommates. And then one roommate left and in comes Abby. Here I come. It was the
1: smoothest transition, though. Smoothest. And it was never like that again for us. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was like the universe's last favor to us for finding roommates consistently. We were so spoiled.
0: Even finding that apartment, that was a great apartment. Great first apartment. Great light.
1: Oh, the light.
0: (laughs) Which made us very spoiled for future apartments. If
1: you guys could have lived there with us. This
0: apartment still gets great light, too. Oh, this one has great. I love this apartment. Yes. we are in our second apartment, but we were in that first one for four years, four years. a yeah. very
1: long time. It was a great first starter. <laughs> Five years for me, four years for Abby. Yeah.
0: I feel like that was like my the closest thing to my college experience, I think, was that first apartment.
1: I still feel it like the same way with that because even at the first apartment I was at, before Devin and Natalie all moved in with you, we were downtown and it was still, it wasn't like considered student housing. It was like the school just recommended apartment for you because the school was so small. Mm -hmm. There was no housing. So they were like, if you're going to live here, not commute, here's where we might recommend you stay. And it was still very much so like other, like, full-grown adults living in that building and then like sprinkled of like Robert Morris people and Whoops. stuff like that. So it was still for like the actual adults. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Seriously. And like, yikes, my next door neighbors threw knives at the walls and I was like, this <gasps> just for fun. It was just for fun. Why? They came in and they were like, do you want to do it? And I was like, well, how? <laughs> well, no, but if I had to know how.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had already been in the, um, that first apartment for a year, I felt like I was losing my friend that I was closer with in the group of the four of us that was all living together. And then I knew that Abby had the connection. They had, the three of them had previously been roommates already. So I was like a little nervous. And like we said, we just didn't have any classes together. So so I didn't really know you all that well. But I was excited. I knew, like, I was like, well, if they were cool and it's a roommate that they are willing to welcome back, it's got to be a good thing. Right. So Abby moved in. And it ended up being, <laughs> we
1: just clicked. It's the best thing that's ever happened mm-hmm. to either of us.
0: <laughs> She's my soulmate. Yes.
1: Yes. A platonic soulmate for sure. I just think it's so funny that we both were so nervous for separate reasons. Like I remember walking in the kitchen with you and I was like, oh my God, here she comes. Like, be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> like, don't say anything stupid. I was going to be like, weather's nice, huh? We got the rain yesterday. We needed it, <laughs> like elevator talk. But I was like, "Hi, like, great to meet you." Da 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 da. And I remember, like, even the first couple weeks where, like, you were hanging out with your friends, and I was like, "Well, why hasn't she asked me to hang out yet?" <laughs> <And> just like, <laughs> just very standard young sibling being like, "Can I come?" <laughs> That's another
0: way to describe us. Is sometimes it is like a sibling dynamic. Like oh, for sister, sure. sister. I really like how I sound from your perspective.
1: <laughs> you sound so fucking cool. I sound so <laughs> You're cool. You're the baddest bitch ever. I am not that cool, guys. <laughs>
0: I don't do much, but I think I was doing more in the first couple of years in the city too, though. It was kind of in
1: my eyes. It was like outsider looking in. I was again. What's her story? <laughs> what is she up to?
0: And then, so so our lease is always in August. Is the yes. start of a new lease. And then it was October, so it was yeah. very soon into the lease. Oh yes, we went and did a Friday the Thirteenth tattoo. I,
1: I really would say that's where it all started.
0: I feel like yeah, that's where it was solidified. That was like
1: I am
0: um, hit the like, ground running. Yes,
1: I'm notoriously a spooky bitch, which you guys will all come to find out. Yeah, very much so. How deep that love
0: uh, goes, <laughs> and this girl listens to and watches horror films like as a comfort to yeah. fall asleep to <laughs>
1: it's just nice you know like i don't know like i hear the halloween music and i'm like tu, 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 tu. <laughs> and i just turn right over
0: lullaby to her <laughs> Meanwhile, <Seriously. laughs> anybody me else
1: <laughs> walking past the door is like oh jesus but i lo- like long story short have got brie on this train with me now but what started it is friday the 13th one of my favorite days of the years, whenever it lands on a Friday, Uh, one of the tattoo studios that I was just following on Instagram was doing a flash sale. And I don't know why I was feeling very spontaneous. I was like sitting in my anthropology class
0: (laughs) and I was like,
1: who would get a tattoo with me? I don't want to go alone though. And I was like, I feel like Brie would. I was like, if anybody's going to be down, Brie would. And I would just message her and I was like, do you want to go get a tattoo? And she was like, Yes. Well, let's go. Yeah. hundred percent. And of course it's a flash sale. So it's the longest line in the entire world. So it's like her and I waiting for three hours and we were like, just At like, least. yeah. And I'm over here thinking, you know, we're still very new. I was like, this is going to be so weird, but like 20 minutes in and I'm like, okay, so here was my first experience with the paranormal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> well, and it got really deep into conversation. So fast. And I remember just because Cause that's the kind of conversations that I love having. I Cause I just love getting to know people and I like being there for people and helping exactly. with advice. That's kind of like what this podcast, will Very be much of, so. we want this to be. But I just remember my favorite thing is when people are like, I don't tell people this. Like yes. how did oh I specifically God. remember you being like, how are you doing this? I don't talk to people like, like this. You're a fucking
1: witch. I was like, <laughs> I'm just like, so, and, like, when I was six, I learned I couldn't love. And I'm just like, wait.
0: <laughs> and I was like, I just had a smile on my face. I was like, I love this. It was, it was like a core memory I in swear God, yes.
1: And, you guys, the funniest thing is is these tattoos are absolute shit on us now. Breeze <laughs> failed within, like, a week. Like, actually, the next day, it was like, I'm going to go. It was, yeah, on the way out the door. And meanwhile, so,
0: like, keep in mind. As she's leaving is- the studio. Friday it's fucking fading like i felt the needle this was not like a water fake tattoo what the hell is happening she missed them but just putting the washcloth over that her was skin. the most painful washcloth in the entire world <laughs> that was at that time the most painful tattoo i had but yeah friday the 13th and by the end of by halloween this bitch was gone
1: yep i'll put But good news is the <clears throat> friendship wasn't <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was only the beginning yeah Maybe I'll put, we should put a picture on the Instagram We'll what our tattoos tattoos look
1: like now. Yeah. We'll (laughs) show show
0: the before and after of mine too.
1: Mine look, to be fair, mine has held up much longer than hers. Like I just looked (laughs) at it yesterday and I don't want to like give you what people, you can tell me what you think it looks like because I get a lot of feedback on what people tell me they think it is. And then when I tell them what it is, they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they're people, like, oh, that's so cool.
0: People can't even venture a guess when I show them what's left of my tattoo. And then I'm like, oh, it was this. And they're like,
1: "What? when? How? They were like, mm, is it? And so, but you know what? Whatever. We got a great experience out of that. And basically what we have learned since then is that her and I have a knack for just listening to each other's problems, hyping each other up when we're at our down points. You know, it's a really difficult world from the pandemic to financial strains, the job market, and just trying to navigate anything in your 20s, early 30s, anything. And I just realized that I have a wonderful support system and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And we would really love to extend that hand to other people who just need somebody to listen to or have them listen to you, celebrate with you, Or just talk about your day. Yeah. I feel really lucky that I'm able to come home after a hard day and just be like, and have like my feelings validated or just have somebody listen to me uh, when I don't need a solution or just an ear. So... And we want to be that for other people.
0: That's really why we wanted to start the podcast. We really are welcoming you into our city apartment.
1: <laughs> I cannot guarantee yes.
0: what the sound quality is going to be. And we're also <laughs> on a very busy street. So Yes. Oh, my God. So many
1: sirens, you guys. It keeps me so busy. But
0: we also have just been talking about this for so long. And we're like, we're just going to do it. So this is us doing it. We're trying.
1: <laughs> but yes, bear with us if you hear anything. But also throughout your time listening with us, if you just have a topic you would really like us to focus on moving forward. Forward. The idea is here is that nothing is too taboo to talk about, which yeah. is very much so our relationship.
0: Yeah. We really because we even when we're talking to each other are always like I just we I want to normalize these kinds of conversations very much so and we don't want to put you on blast but also I feel like there are certain subjects that are still considered so taboo that shouldn't be like exactly you should have at least one person that you feel comfortable talking to. an
1: outlet somewhere sometimes you just gotta air it out and it can yeah. be with a complete stranger sometimes that's the easiest so honestly it, yeah. yeah if you guys ever want to reach out and provide us a story something you want advice on something you want to celebrate with you can reach us at rentfreeroommates at roommates at gmail.com yeah and the link will be in the bio everything on how you can reach out to us from our Instagram to our Gmail account we want to hear from you
0: yeah interact with us but definitely if you have a story send it to the email that's going to be the quickest way for us to commiserate together Mm. (laughs) about bad past roommates
1: so many more than i'm happy to talk about
0: (laughs) (laughs) but also at the same time i feel like but we've been
1: in this game for a while (laughs) i've been renting since i was like 18 yeah man yeah
0: And as bad as we feel some of our bad roommates are, I know that there's far worse. Oh, yes. (laughs) And
1: we've been blessed with some of the best, too. With all the bad, there's always the good. Yeah. Which is true with everything. But I think we should get right into it. Yeah. So we do have a couple emails. And I figured it'd make
0: the most sense to talk about roommate stuff on the first episode. So, yeah, let's get into it. We'll start with our first email. Forbid me to have weed in my room. Mm -hmm. I like this one. I smoke outside at night because she has a very sensitive nose and hates the smell. Now I have some in my room and she says she smells it in her room. The doors are not airtight so you can hear everything in the other room as well. Mind you, she got us the flat. I could not be there when she had a tour with the realtor and she did not notice these things. I stopped smoking out of the window and now go outside into the public yard of our block. She always knew I smoke. She still complains that she smells it and wants me to go to my boyfriend's until it's gone. Is this justified? I understand she does not like the smell, but I don't even smoke it in the flat. What else should I do? I feel like I moved back to my parents while paying 600 euros for a room I can't keep my stuff in. It's not like she's the most chill roommate. She's very loud, talks so loud I can hear every word in her room, shuts the door with so much force, but I tolerate it. I thought that's what you do when you live together." The flat is equally ours. I don't want to feel like I live with my mother again. Any advice on what I should do?
1: I feel like this is a good first story. Yeah. Mainly because this is a problem that Bree and I... Not a problem, I would say. A conversation that Bree and I encountered when we moved in together, or when I moved into the apartment. I am a frequent smoker. And at the time, my choice of smoking was just to, you know, standard weed, like in a bowl, everything like that. It wasn't like every moment of the day, but I did want to let the housemates know that sometimes I will be smoking. And if you have a problem with that, please let me know, because I do understand it is a smell thing. Some people don't want to smell it. Some people it irritates them. Some people just don't like the conversation in general. But I do think that if she was aware of that from the beginning, then what she's asking her to do, such as go to the boyfriends, is very over the top. Mainly because if she's outside, like in the house, I can at least play devil's advocate and be like, I get it. Also, if you have company over, depending on who it might be, that's maybe not the impression you want to have because it can linger too. But I think smoking outside is more than meeting that roommate halfway.
0: Yeah. If she really had this big of a problem with it, she should have made that clear from the very, very much beginning. so. You can't be like, I just don't like the smell. Especially if she was the one that suggested smoking outside. Yes. You can't keep, like, now, okay, no, now go to your boyfriend. Yeah, like,
1: that's absolutely. Un- you are not a landlord, right? <laughs> is my first note. And if it is something that you have such a problem with, then why did you choose to move in with this person? And it's really also just puts a sour taste in my mouth that you feel so entitled to tell this person what to do, who's splitting everything down the middle with you. Right.
0: They have just as much of a right to, I mean, be comfortable and yeah. they're being courteous. This The writer is being courteous in going outside. And I think that's the most anybody could expect or ask of somebody i mean it's not like this person's smoking right under her window
1: no and my (laughs) biggest thing about it too is that i have just always been such an advocate just because smoking is still people are still becoming like coming around to accepting it as being more of a frequent part of people's lives and it being so much more normalized but i I really think that if you have somebody who doesn't smoke and somebody who does smoke, you need to have a conversation about how that's going to work. Like we have another roommate in our household who doesn't partake at all and she doesn't care for the smell. Luckily, I have since transitioned to my pen more so than anything. So that smells there, but it doesn't linger. And that's really helped the household. But and it's so different. It's more of like an incense. Yeah, smell. Yeah. But like- the thing is, is with this apartment being as small as it is compared to our other one, like I could very much so see that being a problem for her. In which case, I would have to meet her halfway, and I would be more than okay with smoking outside. Right. But asking me to do anything above that, I would be like absolutely not. Like get off your fucking high horse. Yeah.
0: Well, and you were always very courteous about it, and uh, like very aware. Which it sounds like the right this writer is too. I would say it's, so. They, I don't. I don't get the feeling at all. It is just from their perspective, but I still don't get the feeling at all. Like they were like tough shit you know I'm smoking it just it sounds so as far as the writer's question is this justified no she I don't her asking you to go to your boyfriend's until the smell is completely gone get over yourself
1: (laughs) like I don't even know who you think you are for that because the thing is is like you start accommodating that then it's just going to be another thing and another thing and it's just going to get to a point where I feel like you just her boundaries will no longer And I'm being a little extreme, to be fair, but I just think like the more you keep because like you've she's it sounds like the writer has already been accommodating this person from trying to smoke out the window and pivoting when that became still an issue to then going outside. And then all of a sudden this. So it sounds like the writer is doing their best to keep the peace. And it sounds like this particular roommate just kind of wants a bone to pick for the sake of it. I think they've sometimes when people find something that they want to harp on they just stick to it. Like we had downstairs neighbors that the first like four years that we lived there, I would smoke in the building, never an issue, but because they didn't like our last year there, the, the new roommate that moved in and she would smoke in the house. It all of a sudden became like this huge issue where like, our landlord would get involved because they would try and I complain it was about also
0: upstairs too
1: but they smoked too so that i think like well everybody started pointing fingers like that spider-man they were like who did it because <laughs> everybody got like a mass email they essentially were doing what this roommate is doing it's just like harping and harping and just like finding anything to get mad about it sounds like after this lease you guys might want to consider going separate ways yeah it
0: sounds like this this roommate needs to be alone. They, they, If they're this sensitive to smells, then live be on your own.
1: But, and I also think, well, yes, if you're going to have so many particulars that you need to be very honest with them up front, like you can't, from the sounds of it, especially if she was aware, sounds like she made it seem like it wasn't as big of an issue. And then all of a sudden has becoming with time more and more aggressive towards the situation, which I also don't think is fair because yeah. You need to be upfront about that. Then, because who's to say that you two would have ended up living together then? Maybe she would have been like, okay, well then I'm going to find somebody who's, you know, maybe a little bit more on the lenient side about this, or whose boundaries I won't be, like, disrespecting if that roommate feels like that's happening to her. And it just sounds like it's also not being approached the best way either.
0: There needs to be a conversation, which it sounds like the writer has tried to have or has had in the past, and this roommate just hasn't been completely honest or upfront about how strong their feelings are with this subject and there needs to be compromise and in this if you have a new conversation with your roommate that's I think I feel like that's kind of what needs to be addressed is like we had this conversation I tried to be honest and I'm trying to be accom- accommodating I I want there to be a compromise because that's what you have to do yeah, when I you mean live you with guys people. are living
1: together and I would think both roommates wouldn't want to just come in every night to a hostile environment or a tension filled one because also we've been there and it's the absolute worst to feel like you have to like watch your shoulder when you turn yeah, a corner. It, it's choice. so, it's not fun, but almost I would go about it of how I would treat an issue with a significant other mm-hmm. of, you know, cause you, I mean, essentially this is a little bit of your significant other. You live together, you see each other every day. There's yeah. an obvious obstacle here. How do we overcome it for just this your guys' sanity first and foremost? Like the, I'm sure I don't know how much longer you have on this lease, but I would think for the duration that you're there there would just have to be some common ground where she has to understand where she's being a little bit unrealistic with the situation and unfair to somebody who is paying their Share of this space and is entitled to do with that space what they want as long as they're being respectful to somebody else's boundaries which if she's outside i think she's more than respecting how you feel about the situation yeah yeah it's a tough conversation especially because i feel i'm sure the other person feels like they're spending money so that they shouldn't have to put up with that. But for the duration right now, it sounds like they were aware that this person was a smoker. Therefore, you willingly chose to write your name down. So once that lease is up, maybe you part ways to find people that maybe are better suited for you or a living situation that accommodates you better.
0: Right. If your roommate's going to get that extreme, they can be the ones to leave.
1: Sounds. Yeah, it sounds like they can
0: be they can go somewhere else if we wanted to get really petty you can also be like okay then you're never allowed to cook fish
1: right like that's what i'm saying you just start getting into like immature territory where it's like let's just be adults here and that's the risk you take also with roommates that's why accommodation is key if you're not somebody who can accommodate then you need to be living alone is always been my biggest thing too because we have had roommates that act like they live alone and it doesn't well for a house no it ruins the dynamic it just completely ruins like it's a domino effect where it's so obvious that this person is just i almost look at it as if it's more than one roommate it's like a team effort we're in this together
0: yeah is your roommate an only child <gasps> oh,
1: we also
0: <laughs> that's always my question that's my go-to now after that one roommate yes oh
1: yes yes That is also very true. There's like key behaviors. The three
0: of us that have stuck together all these years all have siblings and we realized our first like rough roommate was an only child. So no offense, not to alienate all of our only children, uh, listeners, if we get any... But keep that in mind if you're going in with roommates that you're going to have to you're going to have to share.
1: Yes. And (laughs) you don't it's not like that's a red flag hearing that somebody's an only child. But I definitely would always ask the question of like, how do you how would you live in a shared space? We're very big on roommate interviews now. Yeah. Moving forward. Like our vetting process is like the whole time. It's not like FBI style, but like we really look at our homes as a place of peace and comfort. Yeah. And we go above and beyond to try and make sure that we're living with people who also want that same energy. So that's why we ask so many questions like we do. Like we want to know, are you a night owl? Do you get up early? Are you sens- like? Are you a light sleeper? How do you feel about like going out on the weekends, having people over? Mm-hmm. Because the whole thing is, is we're sharing the space. I want you to feel just as comfortable as I do yeah and i don't want there to be any surprises like obviously things will come up with that we learn about each other that we may or may not like we've certainly encountered that but, but that we've always didn't think of like yeah right away. but we've always just been super receptive to listening to each other and the feedback and it sounds like unfortunately this writer's not getting that yeah so that's just the worst part about it all too is they're just in an environment that it sounds like they didn't have the best foresight on like hindsight right means everything here.
0: We're big on conversation. Like, yes. you just Everything comes down to having a conversation about it. And the roommates that we've had ongoing issues with, yes, we've tried to have those conversations and they just, they bow out, Reject. they dip out every Reject. time. And we would call you out if we felt like you were being ridiculous. But if you hadn't talked about it already, that would have been me. That that's what I would have called you out on. Oh yeah. Like, well, you need like it felt like you were withholding information. But yeah. to me, from the perspective of what you've written, it feels like they kind of held back some information and weren't 100% honest on how strongly they feel about the smell.
1: And I feel like that's a little bit on them moving forward too. So, Yeah. That's Learning exactly- experience
0: for them, for both of you, but more so for them. Yes.
1: And then after that, at least you know that the next lease, you can find somebody who's a little bit more your vibe. Yeah. Hopefully, if we approach it in a way that just sounds like the benefit of the both of us, you guys can find a common ground. Otherwise,
0: tough it out for the rest I of the lease.
1: <laughs> you definitely don't go to the boyfriend's house. You stand your ground too, you and be like, "I will smoke in the backyard," and that's where this buck stops. So,
0: you know, to our writer, your roommate needs some compromise. They need to compromise with you a little bit. You are being more than accommodating, truly. So, yes, yeah, they're being ridiculous.
1: If you want to let us know how it goes, we would love to hear it, too. Yeah. Good luck. Best of luck to you.
0: I'm so excited for this next one. This was actually our very first email, but I wanted to kind of ease us into it. But I am very excited to
1: talk about it. I don't even know about this. I just (laughs) I just knew that we got a first email and that's all I ever heard. It was just like a high buy there. Yeah. And so I've just been waiting with anticipation ever since. <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like a kid on Christmas right now. Again, if you do have anything you want to write in
0: to us about, it's rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. That is the quickest way for us to see this story or your questions, whatever it may be. And we are rentfree Roommates everywhere. You can find us on all social media.
1: Yeah, pretty simple. Make yeah. It, made it easy for you.
0: So this is second roommate, first email. recently he says i had a thousand dollars stolen from me by a roommate (gasps) i know (sighs) needless to say we are no longer on speaking terms i went to the cops yesterday and hopefully the situation can be resolved soon i really need that money back as it's basically all i have right now damn you bad economy (laughs) (laughs) which god if we can relate to that yeah we're millennials It's hard out there (laughs) But he says, so I had a question I wanted to pose to you. Even after getting this money back, I will still be in dire financial situation. After some car payments and rent, I really will have very little to live on. This leads me to the million dollar question. Should I do porn for money? (laughs) Whoa, I was trying to think on where I thought it might be going. (laughs) I've been told by friends I should get into the porn industry or maybe even make content with someone on OnlyFans and split the profits. It's probably pretty lucrative. The only issue is, though, it conflicts with my Catholicism. Under Catholic doctrine, it would be immoral to partake in something like making porn. But, hey, a guy's got to eat, you know? (laughs) What do you guys make of this moral dilemma? Should I go for it despite my hang ups with my religion? Hopefully, that is a good discussion starter, he says. Wow. <laughs> Sincerely, Brian. Brian. Thank you. Um,
1: <laughs> I just want to say you really hit the ground running on that one for us. You said, uh, well, I'm going to hop right into this one for them. And I love it. Thank you for that. Yes, that is. More of that. <laughs> Whoa! there there's so many ways to approach that and first and foremost i want to say i'm sorry that you're in that situation it yeah it's absolutely sucks when you feel like you're backed into a corner where you got to put your morals and money mm-hmm. against each other and then on top of that you've gotten your trust broken that's incredibly jarring And I'm right. It's so invasive. It's it sucks. It just feels you you feel so like vulnerable and naked. And so we're no pun intended.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very, very sorry that this is kind of what sparked these ideas that it was something that put you in such a tough situation. But I have to say, for me personally, go for it. Maybe not porn. That's like that seems that feels really big to me, especially because I feel like. There are so many self-starter ways (laughs) for this type of thing. There are so many outlets. I have to say, you know, I'm in support of OnlyFans. Do it. Yes. But as long as it's not making you feel bad, you know, I don't know that we're going to be able to give you this yes or no answer, but hopefully we can give you a little support into which way you're going to lead. Yeah.
1: I just, that is a very tricky one for me. Despite my own beliefs towards religion i completely understand people who do have a belief in it and will respect whatever you believe and how it may impact your day-to-day life so for me from my perspective the answer would be simple but also it doesn't play as much of an impact in my life and i guess that would be something that i wish i knew here is is religion, like, an everyday thing? Like, are you a Sunday? I go to church. Like, I would just be very curious about the role in which it plays in your life. Or if you're just, like, somebody who that's just what your religion is, whether or not the buck stops there.
0: Well, and also, you know, this dilemma, if it were me, is a little bit easier for me to answer just because I grew up Catholic. I was raised Catholic, but I definitely am not practicing. I do not Follow it anymore? Haven't for a very long time. I just have kind of my own things that I, my own belief system that makes me feel good because I do believe everybody needs faith. I just have my own personal hangups with the religion itself, but I fully understand when it is something that is very important to people. If it is something that's a positive thing in your life, I'm glad that you have that. I'm glad that you have something that kind of helps that moral compass for you. And if it is that big a part of your life then that is something that's going to be in your life forever. Whereas this is just a situation right now. Very true. And even though I support it, you know, I'm like, hell yeah, do what you got to do. As long as you don't feel like you're hurting yourself or anyone else, but mostly yourself, keeping yourself safe or, you know, even, you know, physically and mentally, then do it. But if you were to do OnlyFans or anything like that, and you're only doing it for now, It is also forever. So you do kind of have to weigh that in. How are you going to feel in the future or in like in a future relationship or something like that, that you have this history? I don't, I don't want to paint it in such a negative light because that's kind of part of where I'm coming from too, is that like, I feel like I'm very much on that side of the whole, like, no, you know, we should kind of normalize the sex industry so that it can be safer for the people that work and work in it work. But I understand where your dilemma is coming from, and it is something that you have to think about because your religion's always going to be there for you. This is just a kind of a, a fix for now are you going to feel okay in the future yeah. that you have done this? I
1: Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that's definitely a great perspective to go about the situation. I don't think there's anything wrong with the work that you're looking into yeah. because that is just everybody's day-to-day and nine-to-five is going to look different. It doesn't have to be the same, but there's an industry for it. And if you can get into it and if that's something that you want to do, go for it. But I would definitely make sure that you have boundaries in mind Because, again, like Bree said, this will be out there forever. Your content does not go anywhere. I mean, we live in a world where a post you 10 years ago is going to be there. So I would just say go about it in a situation where you feel like you're still respecting yourself, your boundaries, your religion. Because also, I mean, my biggest hang up on religion is it's supposed to be forgiving. I Not that like that's a free for all to go do whatever you want in life. But at the end of the day... I don't think you're hurting anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think...
0: Also, there's a spectrum to all this. It doesn't have to be like, you know...
1: Nobody said you gotta be doing full frontal nudity. OnlyFans is such a spectrum. And there is... You can just do your research. And if you find something that you're comfortable with, where you feel like you can make sense with the situation and it can help you financially, go for it. Yeah. But... It doesn't have to be full-on penetrative sex. No.
0: Like, it it could be feet pics. There's it so much. There's <laughs> e- Also,
1: even just like people who just want a talking buddy. Like, there's so much Honestly, out there yeah. that we don't even know about that if you think this isn't like an, a door you want to open, mm-hmm. go for it. Explore it. See what's out there and then make choices. As know? long as it's not hurting anybody. It hurts nobody. No- as long as everything is consensual, both people involved right. feel like they're... Safe. They feel like this is fine. And if it's you're fine.
0: old enough to have a roommate, then you're old enough to be doing these things. Cause exactly. that would be the only other thing that I'd be like, if you were not of age, then of yes. course I'm not in support of this. Cause I, we
1: don't want but predators also, or anything. Porn but. is such a vague term. I mean, you don't yeah. even know. It sounds like you're not even really sure what kind of porn you'd be getting into. It's just rather not the idea. So I feel like before you even take this yes or no, do your research, see mm-hmm. what, could be of interest for you where maybe your identity is a little bit more kept, where maybe this is something where you right. can really, you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like,
0: I'm okay with what I'm doing. I think one of the most important things that was said, Abby said boundaries. Yes. That is the most important thing of all of this is set your boundaries for yourself and hold those boundaries yeah. so that you're keeping yourself safe. And I, I do feel like there's a way about that you could go about it where It doesn't have to be this immoral thing (laughs) if we really want to spin it some way. You're doing something to help other people and maybe in the eyes of the church, they're really the sinners if, you know, whatever it is they're doing in response to this video, and if it is something just like talking to people you're just helping a lonely person like we said it doesn't have to be full-on sex that is not there is no only one way for porn there's so many different ways you could go about it it can be completely on your own it can just be pictures it can just be feet pics and if that's a way that makes you feel more comfortable then do that it's more work I think also that's probably something too it's more work than you realize it's not like it's super easy money. (laughs) If you're going about it in a way where you're really trying to keep it private, it's a, you know, a strong line you have to draw between your personal life and this work and not really showing your face or anything like that. It's just a lot to think about, but number one rule is just keep yourself safe and set boundaries.
1: Yeah. If you're going to judge yourself for one thing, I think you could start judging yourself for everything. But I don't think that's helpful to the situation. And again, it doesn't have to be an overnight decision. You can ease your way into it. And if it it still feels like you're doing yourself a disservice with your religion, depending on how much of a part it plays into your life and how you think it might impact you down the road, find an outlet that you think works for you. Do your research to where... Mm -hmm you know, at, the, at least in the very beginning, you feel protected to explore this. And then I feel like your gut will literally tell you yeah, what you should be doing. From my per- perspective and the way I see the sex industry these days is I think people should respect it a lot more. And these people who are providing this content because people are watching it. It's a business. So they're supply and demand, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's <laughs> You know, some people can't do math all some people can't do math all day. Some people can't have an orgasm six times. Like it's everybody's different.
0: I don't even think about it that way.
1: No. Like there's a reason why I'm not in finance. Yeah. Yeah, And unless anybody else is helping you pay your bills, I have always been a firm believer that they do not get a say then in how you choose to do that. If you are doing it legally, respectfully, not hurting anybody, then I think that the opinion of others is It doesn't matter. Forget about it. Easier said than done here. Yeah. Is this something that you're going to be
0: that you're going to kind of laugh about in the future? Like, (laughs) my God, remember when I had to do that? That was pretty funny. Or like, that was an interesting time in my life. Or is it something that you feel you're always going to sit like this pit in your stomach? Like, I hate that I did that. Yeah. Like a bad tattoo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like if you feel like you can't wake up and feel good about yourself and what you're doing, then it's not worth it, even if the money's good. But it doesn't define you or change anything about you. Yeah. Not so, in our eyes. No. And we're all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the last say. And um, fuck your roommate. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we didn't touch on that a most, but like I think your roommate also your roommate sucks. should get their shit rocked. It's going to come back to them. Oh, $1,000. Sure. That kind of karma.
0: Woof. That's. Yeah. It's gonna I wouldn't
1: want to be that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Karma, do your thing. I swear to God. I'm manifesting everything for you too. Yeah. And my thing is is I like to be petty. So like I don't want anything (laughs) drastic to happen. Like I want their flight to always get delayed. I want like them to never get a tax break again. Just like something that's like they're gonna end up owing a thousand dollars in taxes. Next I want them year. to get booted. Mm-hmm. That's a day ruiner. Speaking from lots of experience. That's a lot of days ruiner. <laughs> yeah, that takes like a lot of like sitting in silence to deal with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we wish you the best in that situation. Hope something can get taken care of. But something will come along, and whether it's OnlyFans or something
1: else. It was a great question, and I feel so happy that you felt that you could share that because that's a really difficult one kudos to you for even being vulnerable with that question
0: yeah we appreciate that thank you so much for writing in yes we hope we helped (laughs) and didn't just confuse you more yes
1: yeah Uh, yeah please (laughs) let us know too again we love feedback too so if you feel like you got nothing out of that. Let us know. <laughs> I feel like these girls did nothing but talk for 25 minutes. That's was terrible. All I understand that I need to do is research. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having <laughs> <listened>. <laughs> No, absolutely not. I
0: truly do hope that we are able to help you. Thank you so much, Brian, for writing in. We were very, very excited about your email because you were numero uno thank you to everybody who has written in and is letting us you know discuss your posts and things like that we really appreciate it so we hope that you guys kind of got a good feel for what this podcast will be we really do just want to kind of be here to give advice to help you out to celebrate some stuff with you, make you feel less weird about something you might be feeling weird about, I promise you you're not as weird as you think. <laughs> and we're here to help you remember that. But we just want to be the roommate to come home to and talk to and vent. And we really, we just want to be here to help.
1: Yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, whether or not everything we say is right, we're always willing to listen, be educated, learn, learn. Anything like we've said is on the table. Yeah. We want to hear it all. So, yeah. In case you missed it. Any other time throughout this podcast,
0: <laughs> where can they email us, Brie? You can email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. But welcome. We hope you're all moved in. We hope you come back. Please subscribe.
1: Yes. <laughs> and again, if you don't have anything that you maybe want to talk about or you know somebody that would benefit from this, throw it that way yeah we like yeah you have a friend of a friend of a friend sisters boyfriend cousins yeah let us know we don't care who they are (laughs) just remember my morning schedule first for the bathroom
0: (laughs) that's my parting words (laughs) welcome to the apartment
1: thank you guys so much yes thank you so much come back we can't wait to hear from you all soon yeah talk to you next time bye bye